0: Another episode of the unofficial controller podcast it's just me bobby today uh the boys got the weekend off so uh, you'll see george tom and seb uh next week uh, this is a little special uh video solo just just me just bobby um you know there might not be no news because i don't google news so there's no news but i'll tell you what i've been doing i've been playing diablo 4 uh non-stop I've been playing Diablo 4 non-stop since it came out with me, my stepfather, and my boy Marlon. And I'll tell you something. I'm in love with this game. I don't know what it is about Diablo, or to be honest with you, I don't know what it is about these isometric dungeon crawler type games in general. I just absolutely love them. I don't know. I don't know why. I've always loved them uh growing up. Just the way it was. Getting the weapon, getting the armor, uh, trying to get stronger, going through levels, defeating these big bosses. Um, the cutscenes are amazing because it's not like now where you're playing the game, the graphics are incredible, and the cutscenes look just like the game. Those are like a like a beautiful, seamless transition of cutscene versus gameplay, you know? Don't get me wrong. They're beautiful. I love them. I also love that. I'm not saying I don't, but it's just so uniquely different when you're playing a game of a different style and then there's a cutscene that is like a movie, especially for older games where the graphics weren't like amazing. I mean, they were amazing to you at the time, but looking back, they're like, you know, we could have did better here. But um, you know, just a few that comes to mind. Um, where I randomly thinking about this. Uh, first of all, Resident Evil on the PlayStation. You know, very boxy, Uh still beautiful to look at. But the, the live opening scene movie. I remember that very well. I still remember it to to this day, yeah, with the with the horrible acting, but I remember it. But then you go inside the mansion and you are, you know, PlayStation polygon typical graphic. Then you do some research, you hear a noise, you go into the dining room, you go to the, you know, this guy on the floor, and then it cuts into a CGI scene where the zombie who looks absolutely disgusting and disturbing turns around slowly with his head and looks at you i'll never forget that because that was wild because it took me out it took me off guard okay because i wasn't expecting that to happen uh you know yet alone the the dolls coming to the window another another an absolute nightmare uh sequence but those type of cutscenes, like, you know, I'm just trying to think like medieval. It's like you're, you're playing medieval. It's the art style to what it is. And then you get to a certain point of the game or a level or a boss and it's a little cutscene. Looks like a movie. It, it kind of takes you out of the game and into a movie experience and then back into the game. You know, I, I really miss those. And I think I want to make a podcast about that. Gotta do some research because I know there's there's plenty. Um, you know, nice to old republic. Oh my god. Playing that game. And then you have the cutscenes, amazing. Just amazing. Um, what else have some really good cutscenes? Trying to remember. I mean Silent Hills cutscenes when you have the beginning intro, uh you're driving the car, there's a car accident, then you go back to Polygon, it's super foggy. You can't find anything. You go into the diner. You meet up with Sybil. There's some cutscenes there. I mean, some of those are amazing, bro. Like, we'll, we'll, we'll never get those again. Uh, well, that, well, actually, that's not, that's a lie because we do actually, because Diablo 4 has some amazing cutscenes. It kind of, it, it, it removes you from the game. And puts you into like another state of mind where you're watching, you know, like beautiful rendered animation to break away from some of the the gameplay, you know, which could be a little, I mean, could be a little boring because, you know, you're doing the same thing for like a hundred hours. You throw down your specials, you spin, 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 you spam, 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 you do a little other special, try to get some life recovery, try to do this, try to do that. Um you know, and then you get to a point where, oh, cutscene. Take a little break, put the controller down, watch, watch, watch the, watch the credit. Then it takes you back, bam, back to the game. So, you know, I miss those. I think they're. Um, I wish they would do more of them. I mean, I'm sure there is. Like I said, I have to just do some research, but I would love to do a podcast uh, about that because, um, I think it's like an art that's forgotten and and not used anymore, like Red Dead Redemption. Beautiful game, beautiful animation, beautiful cutscenes, and then seamless integration right back into into the gameplay. Like, oh my God, I love cutscenes, man. I mean, sometimes when I was bored as a kid, um, well, not as a kid, but, you know, when YouTube came around, you just Google cutscenes. I used to watch the movies of the games when they connected all the cutscenes together, even though sometimes it didn't always make sense. Sometimes I did, sometimes I didn't, but you know, that seems, I love them. So, um, I was playing Jedi Survivor, and I was, I. well, listen, I don't exactly know where I am, nor do I remember. Um, when I play the game, though, I'll, I'll know where, what to do, where, where to go. Uh, I have little notes, but, um, I, I, I'm going to say 75% done. Um, you know, I may need another, what, 15 hours, 25 hours for the the platinum, something like that, but um, listen, uh, not today, um, not next week, and and probably not next month because um, every single chance that I can get away and get a Diablo, it's it's a phone call to, to my stepfather Danny Marl, and, and my boy Marl. It's a it's a phone. It's a text. Yup. logging on. We already know what we're playing. I don't even to say you playing Diablo Four. Nope. You ready let's do this we log on headsets on got my coffee or my and my drink and it's on It's an hour two hours we try to make the most of it we try to balance out um my stepfather was twenty one levels ahead of me uh now we're two levels apart. Marlon came in a little bit later he was about thirty levels uh now he now he's up only about ten. So we try to do the side missions together. If we have, we try to go into uh, another person's world to make them catch up and help us. And I mean, I'm on level 54. My sub-file's on 56, and Marlon's on, I think, 43. Um, We're killing it, man. Okay? Playing as the rogue. I normally wouldn't play as his character, but I don't know. I picked it because I was the barbarians, kind of whatever. I mean, I like the barbarian, it's something who I normally would pick, like a, but I said, you know what? My stepdad's going to be the barbarian. So that's him. I know my boy Mana loves the necromancer. So enjoy that. Then you have the sorceress. I'm like, eh. Then you have the druid. And I'm like, eh, like, eh. So you have the rogue. And I'm like, you know what? It's fast. I have some options. Uh, you know, close up combat. You know, bow and arrow, striking a distance from the range, down the end of the screen, shooting arrows, not getting hurt. I said, you know what? Let me try it. Uh, uh, now I'm in love. And in my own mind, uh, I made up my own character. Um, you know, she's from uh, Irish mythology, Queen Maeve. Um, you know, like the name, can't put a space. It's just Queen Maeve. You know, M.E. Uh, B D. Because apparently, you know, that's Maeve and Irish, um, or it could be M A D B. I'm not sure. I've written, I wrote it down, but I don't know. I don't know how to spell it, but I spelled it correctly, thanks to Google. Um, you know, and she's just a, uh, you know, she's a warrior, and now she's here to take down uh, Lilith. You know, so um, we are. May, I want to say, you know, no spoilers, but I want to say we're about a couple missions in act four. Uh, so we all completed act one, two, three. Uh, we got the horse finally, which I don't use because as soon as you run out of a town, there's enemies and I'm not really in a rush to get to a mission. So I just like to run to it and then you have activities there's events there's enemies kill 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 that's what i do so if i see what we call a laptop because i was confused as what it was i'm like why is there a laptop in diablo then i realize it's not a laptop it's an act- it's actually a uh basement door with the hatch open and there's steps that go down but it looks like a laptop in the game So we call them laptops and I go that I go down there. If there's a exclamation point for a side mission, there I am. Um, I get very easily distracted, even in a mission. If I'm in a mission and I see something, I have to go. It's just my instinct to do that for games like this. It doesn't really matter the game. It could be anything. Um, I'm a sucker for games like this. I really am. Uh, you know, I played, what, what, uh, what's it called? The shark game where you are a shark and you're getting revenge on the person who killed your, your mom. I forgot the name of the game. I saw something on the map. Bam. Assassin's Creed games. Something on the map that, that I'd never seen before. I go there. It's just a habit. It's, it's just, listen, wasn't Zelda? Same thing. Same thing. I, I don't know what it is, but I just love exploring worlds, opening up maps, unlocking them, even in Far Cry. I mean, there's icons for everything in Far Cry, especially when you open up the map and you, you're able to purchase maps or talk to people to unlock a morph map. Um, I want icons everywhere. I don't know why. It's just me. But then on the flip side, when I was playing uh, Elden Ring, you know, there were no icons. There were none. But visually looking at the game instead of the map. I'm like, what's this? What's that? How do I get up there? How do I go over there? And I just, it's just a natural thing for me to explore. So I do not have the entire map open in Diablo. It—the I mean, it looks big. I don't know if that's the whole map, but when you zoom out, you know, it looks big. Um, I'm not really sure. I have a couple towns open. There's a lot of stuff in the bottom empty, the middle empty. So over time, uh, along the map, but, um, that's what we're, uh, been doing, uh, ever since, uh, just going to side missions, dungeons, uh, going into other people's worlds and doing stuff that, that may have, that they may have missed out on or trying to do it together. So, you know, it's, it's, it's been fun. It's just, uh, it's just amazing. So me as the rogue, I'm using the, um, flurry aspect with poison, which is basically, a special skill you can get from a dungeon, you apply it to your weapon and instead of attacking just in front of you, I can attack all around me. So I love jumping into hordes of enemies and just going crazy, crazy wild and just destroying enemies. My boy Marlon is a summoner for a necromancer. He's just summoning everything with, uh, I believe he's using bone spike as his attack and so far so good. I mean, I don't know what it's called, but there's some kind of, Ability where he's spinning something around him, and he just took like a tornado of death, basically. And my stepfather Danny, he's a barbarian, and he's a whirlwind barbarian. So both of them are spinning around like crazy people, going into hordes of enemies and just taking them down. Uh, we're doing world tier two because one got a little bit too easy, um and that's that's what it is. You know, you just got to keep up in the levels. And getting the best gear, and um, I, I just I love it. I'm having a ball. I don't see myself stopping this, which is crazy because there's some good games coming out. I have some games in plastic I haven't even played, so I, I'm definitely behind. This is a bit of face. Has been a very weird um, year for me. So let me open up my PlayStation app because. I, I mean, I, I guess I play a pretty good amount of games every year. I mean, I don't play all of them every year. Um, I'm always, I'm always behind or I try to be up a current as I can, but sometimes I do go, I do go behind. Um, so let's start with, with, let's start with last year. Let me just go back to what is, what is this? This is on, um, ooh, too far, too far. Hold on. What's this? Hold up. Okay, hold on. This is December. Okay, so. So, my first platinum trophy of 2022 was Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Absolutely loved that game. All right. Right. Then I did Axiom Verge 2, which I loved. I did Death's Door in. February, so you know those Death was a really great indie. Uh, 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 Ratchet and Clank Red Rift Apart was you know AAA title. Uh, Axiom Verge Two another indie great indie. You know then I started doing Diablo Two. Um, and I started doing that. I'll say I don't really remember, uh, but according to the trophy list. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Ever thought modern video games should be more interesting? At The Gaming Blender, we take randomised genres mechanics and make a new game every episode. I've added permadeath. We have a survival game of a hardcore simulation which could be House Flipper and with the permadeath of XCOM. Then that all has to be an action-adventure. Yes. Oh dear. Yes. And sometimes... It doesn't quite work. And you, you have a construction off over the course of the of the narrative. A construction off. The uh. way the way we can do this is that we ditch your idea entirely. Entirely. Check out the gaming blender on all your favorite podcast platforms now. Oh, I was playing it since um September, apparently. So on the 2022, still playing it? And then we had to do hardcore and somehow it just fizzled. Me, Marlon, Danny, it just fizzled because it was getting very frustrating to reach level one hundred in both softcore and hardcore. So soft softcore meaning you die, you just gotta fix up your armor. Boom. Hardcore means you're dead, you die, you're done. Goodbye. Character deleted from the from the from the cloud. See ya. So that kind of discouraged us um, a lot. So then, you know, during that game, because I was playing Diablo for so long, you know, you do stupid little things like radioactive dwarfs, which was just um, basically a cannon, a platinum cannon, platinum fodder. Let's see, platinum fodder trophy. I did like it, though. I did like it. Again, the cutscenes. Amazing. Um, I did Brotherhood of Brotherhood United. You know why? Because it was easy. I needed a break from Diablo 2. Void gore. Another Platinum Fodder. Bam. Game. Okay? Then, me and my stepfather said, you know what we're gonna do? Demon Souls. So Demon Souls took my life. But then during Demon Souls, you get a little antsy. So I did Ricky's Nightmare, which was eh. I did Cave Bad, which was Listen, I bought it for the trophies. Okay? Don't tell nobody. Red Death. Same thing. Then the greatest trilogy ending of all time. My name is Mayo. Completed that perfect. Okay? Then you have Oliver's Adventures in Fairyland. I did that. And I did that between Demon Souls and Elden Ring. That's how crazy 2022 was. I did Demon Souls remake with my stepdad, and then I did Elden Ring with my stepdad. The same year. During that time, I did Riddle Corpse's EX, which I really actually liked. I did the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Shredder's Revenge, and I did Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Kabunga Collection. Okay, I did. I can't pronounce the name. I think I believe it's pronounced young Could be totally wrong. Uh, over here in the states in America, it was called uh, Wings of War, like W O R. Love the game. Uh, played it because I love the game, and you know it was easy. Then me and my boy Marlon got together and did some Sniper Elite Five, which another game that me and him love. I did Stray. Which was a free release for PlayStation. I did InfraNax, which was just amazing. But then I started to do some easy things because I was just, it was a lot. Demon Souls, Elden Ring, Sniper 5. Gotta take it easy. Crisis Wing. I did all the trilogy of Space Cabam for both PS, PS4 and PS5 because you know why? Why not? All right. And I did The Last of Us Remake Part 1. I mean, that was a big, a big title. I did, um, what was, what was Gotham Knights? Gotham Knights was another big game I played. My brother got the platinum for that. So I was playing a lot last year. I was really going in more than I, uh, thought over here. All right. That's that. They added more DLC apparently, which is, uh, interesting. Okay. Then we had God of War Ragnarok, which which was pretty much um the last no, it wasn't. I did Alien Nation. I just needed one trophy. And I couldn't do it. And I said, You know what? Let me just take an hour. I put on some music. I just went through the monotony of just killing enemies until this this thing dropped and when it dropped i was shocked i picked it up trophy popped you had to get a legendary weapon of a rank whatever i don't even remember but it dropped i picked it up trophy popped bing that was it and then i did um crisis wing and then the last game i played of 2022 was kulutu saves christmas because you know what it was a christmas game and I beat the game on Christmas. I I specifically bought it to play it and platinum it on Christmas Day. How awesome. Now, 2023 starts. Okay? 1980X. I played it. I liked it. The trophies got annoying. And I said, you know what? I'm done. I need, I'm not doing this. I'm not waiting for these long cutscenes I can't skip. I'm not waiting to do this perfectly. I don't have the patience or the time or the, or don't want to put the effort in. Okay. Then I did Roar of Revenge, PS4, PS5, Platinum Fodder, the Kalisto Polo I stopped because I hated it because it sucked. So. I gave up. That's two games. Gave up. Don't want to go back. And guess what? Don't care. I did Sifu, which I loved. So, uh, Ginge, if you're listening, great great recommendation. I, I, I appreciate it. Um, that was amazing. Then, on April 1st, I thought it would be funny to get uh, 200. Well, basically... I was doing this between Hogwarts Legacy because Hogwarts Legacy could have been just a random platinum number, but I was very close to, uh, to 300 milestone. So I bought, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13. The jumping games, like the jumping coffee the jumping falafel the jumping kebab the jumping noodles the jumping nuggets and the jumping wrap and i did all of those games platinum on april 1st april fools like a joke uh like a, i have 20 more by the way they were on sale for a dollar this is what you do when you um you know this is what you do when you are um a, a, a trophy nut, basically. Um, okay. So whatever it is, it is what it is. April 1st. It was a joke. Ha ha ha. Hogwarts Legacy. I, I enjoyed it for what it was. I, I would give it like a seven out of 10. Not a bad game at all, but again, not a Harry Potter fan. So, you know, I get it. I get it, guys. I'm not, I'm understanding, but I did that for 300. I did Devious Dungeon 1 and 2, which I actually enjoyed. Space Roguelike Adventure, I actually really uh, enjoyed. That was pretty cool. I did Beholgar, which was like old school 2D Metrovania game. I mean, all those games looked like you know retro inspired. Obviously, I liked it. Birthday Midnight, listen, it was the sequel to um, Midnight or something. So why not? Um, then me and my boy Marlon started doing, we were here forever. We're still stuck at that puzzle. Uh, we just cannot do this in seven minutes. Uh, I don't know what the hell going on. And I, I'm to be quite honestly, uh, I, I don't care because if I have to go to YouTube and make notes and write down notes and, tr- and try to do it as fast as I can and I can't do it, then I, I can't be bothered anymore. I don't know what's going on this year, but. You're out. Then I did Grey Lancer because it was a retro inspired shoot 'em up and I was between games, so bam. Jedi Survivor. I'm about twenty five percent on the trophy list. But I feel like I'm I'm much further into the game, obviously. Then when I was playing that, I did Cards of the Dead and now playing Diablo four. So twenty twenty three really has started off very well. Um, I hope it ends, uh, pretty good because 2022 was great. Uh, the good thing is that we've some co-op games coming out, which we want to get into. Me and my stepdad. we have Lords of Fallen 2, looks great. Um, there's the, uh, Path of Exile 2, which is basically an, another Diablo game, but you know what? That's okay. Um, why not get into it? So that's basically um, all the games that, I, that I've been playing. Um. Stay with us. We'll be right back. You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand, grow your business, or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step guide to starting your podcast today. Which is just strictly Diablo 2. I mean, Diablo 4. Uh, Today, after the podcast. I'm going to call them up. We're going to play. It's Saturday. i got no plan. My house is a mess. You know why my house is a mess? Because we're buying new furniture. So we have everything delivered. And I want to build everything. But I have two pieces of furniture I'm trying to get rid of. Now, if a coworker comes through and he's able to take these two pieces of furniture that I don't want to throw out because they're really good, it's just, you know, it's it's time to change. So I would have a pretty much new living room set up. I would have a new dining room set up and I'd be very happy. I just need to get rid of these two items and focus on building the furniture, the sets we have. And it'll be so much better. I, I painted my living room wall. I had one red wall, accent wall. I was just tired of it after, uh, uh, like six years of it. i see you. The bedroom I painted too. A nice light gray. So basically the whole house is a nice light gray with a white trim. It makes the house bigger, brighter and the new furniture make it feel new because sometimes you just need to get a change. You just need to change it up, man. And that's what I did. And, and, and to be honest, it's a little aggravating playing a video game when there's chores to do, but you can't really do the chores because I need things to be moved. So it's just weird to me. You know, I like to play. Video games when everything is, house is neat, you know, um, dinner's ready to be eaten, um, well, not, I don't eat, not eat while I'm playing, but I'm saying like, I, I made it. It's dinner's cooked, dinner's ready to go, it's in the oven, whatever. Uh, house is clean, the cats are fed, everything is relied. That's what I like to play. Cause when there's chaos around me, I can't focus. So I need, I need everything to be clean, light a candle, you know, that's just how I get down. Um, But what what I really wanted to get into was, it was a conversation I was having with some people, some friends at work. Um, it's, It's rated R movies, right? That became, you know, animated TV shows for kids and then video games. Like the 80s and 90s, man, they were a different time. Like, this would never happen again. Like, there's so much stuff going on now that, that this stuff is like really not, it it, it will never happen again. I don't, I don't ever see this ever happening again. And a rated R movie that becomes a TV show or it becomes a video game or it's a rated R movie that becomes a kid's TV show, which then becomes a video game. Like, the concept of that is just, it's just wild. You know, it's just, it's just insane. So, for example, um, Robocop. Robocop, you know what? Let's, let's get some facts because sometimes you need them. Now, Robocop came out 1987. Um, I remember seeing the trailer when I was watching Predator back when i was a kid it was it was on the vhs tape i i remember this i don't think it's from the same company but i remember this um i wanted to watch robocop so we were at my friend adam's house and you know god rest his mom's soul karen um she watched it first with her husband bruce Adam adam's dad and we were in the bedroom playing video games his bedroom playing video games and then Karen comes over and says, hey, guys, sorry, you can't watch this movie. It's really, it's really violent. And I was like, oh, so we were sad because we wanted to see that. She goes, no, it's really, it's really violent. She would basically screen movies for us when we were growing up. Um, we watched a lot of horror movies because horror movies had, guess what? Nudity. And we were young, 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 uh, pre-adults, pre-teenagers or early tweens. And you know, there's no internet. So you had to watch horror movies. We knew horror movies had them because horror movies were known to have nudity. So we just pick a movie, she'd watch it. She'd be like, eh, it's okay. Or no, this is ridiculous. And that's how we watched movies back then growing up Um, until I started getting uh, my Blockbuster rewards card. And then I just buy everything, rent everything under the sun and watch it late at night in my own bedroom. But Robocop was extremely violent. Like, it was, it was rated R, 1987, super graphic, super violent. And then they made a TV show about it. It was called Robocop Alpha Commando. Okay. And basically he was, uh, leading a task force to stop a terrorist group dark, which is, uh, a, uh, the doctorate for ar- anarchy, revenge, and chaos, which is hilarious. Um, you know, and there was other, like, there was other, uh, superhero type of allies he'd have jo- joint forces with. And they made it a cartoon, which I think is hilarious for kids to watch. Uh, it be- they had three games. I think, I believe there was three games. Not sure the system's not remembering right now, but I know there, I had the games, you know? Um, I even had, what was it? Robocop versus Terminator. And I had Robocop one, two, three. None of them were really good. Now there's a new Robocop game coming out. I saw the trailer for that. Looks interesting. Uh, let's see where that goes. But they, that's cartoon. The cartoon was released in 1998. Okay. Rambo was a rated R film. Um, it was super violent. It was super wild. You basically have a Vietnam vet coming back home, and he has PTSD, and he wants to be left alone. And then you have these, you know, these uh, sheriffs, I guess, in the town, and they just uh don't want him in there. And then, you know, things go south. Uh, But you know what? It doesn't matter because they basically made Rambo like a G.I. Joe style cartoon. Um, you know, so like basically Vietnam veterans, that whole era, uh, you know, that that's pretty serious stuff, which is why I was rated R on top of the violence. The storyline was also crazy. But you know what? They turned a tragic tale into a cartoon. So The Rambo cartoon came out in 19. 19- Eighty-six, all right. Basically, a year a year after the, uh, the, the sequel, uh, you know. Uh, but they made him into a cartoon, GI Joe style, and he fought against Savage, which was the specialist administrator of vengeance, anarchy, and global extortion. Basically, you could have had Robocop team up with Rambo to stop Dark and Savage, because that's what's going on over here. Um. It's just, it's just really weird. Uh, but that's, that's life. That's just what they did. And look, I watched the cartoons. I loved them. I, I, I remember having, I believe I had toys of them. I know I had a Robocop toy. I know I had it. I had, uh, Robocop. I had the, uh, I forgot the name of the, the other robot, the big one with the guns on the side. Oh man, I can't remember now, but. I had that toy. I had Rambo. I know I did. I know I did. Then it made Rambo a video game. There's a few video games. There was an arcade game. There was some Nintendo games where he had red hair. So shout out to the gingers. Uh, you know, it is what it is. Toxic adventure. Toxic adventure is not rated. It's not rated at all. And I don't know about other places in the world, but I'll tell you this. If a, Movie is not rated in America. Something is off. Either it's extremely sexual. It's extremely violent or they paid for, um, they, they, they paid the penalties to not editing it to rated R. And if you're not a rated R film in America, you can't get mass production. And you'll be very, very limited to movie theater screens that will actually play this movie. So you basically are trying to get your hope on VHS tapes back in the day or DVD rentals or purchases because it's just too much for the, a typical uh, moviegoer, I guess. But, you know, Trauma, which is the company that made uh, Healthy Adventure, they made all types of wild things, man. And I remember... Literally watching Toxic Avenger with my aunt because I thought or she thought. So my aunt just turned sixty. She just turned sixty Wednesday on, on the fourteenth of June. So, you know, shout out to Annie. She's she's sixty. She hit a milestone. It's amazing. We're gonna hang out maybe later. Um and, and do some things and get some dinner or whatever. But I'm forty, she's sixty, so she's twenty years older than me now, right? I was eight. My aunt was like 28. Right. So <clears throat> we're in Blockbuster. I see this toxic Avenger and he's like a superhero. And I said, you know what? Can we, get, can we rent this? So we rented it. What we were watching and why my aunt didn't turn it off or or what is unknown to me it's unknown to me but we watched it okay and i was shocked at what i was watching it 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 messed me up man it really did there was so much ridiculous uh oh my god graphic violence super nudity it was just not a movie for kids bro it what probably wasn't a movie for most people But there I am watching it as a young kid, and then you know what they did? They made a video game called the Toxic Crusaders, okay? And Toxie and his fellow mutants were fighting for planet Earth to keep it up for climate change. They made a cartoon with such absurd graphic violence and over-the-top nudity into a TV show for kids that, again, I watched. I loved it. I had the toys, okay? I watched the cartoon. I had the toys. I had the games. The games sucked, but I loved it, right? Now they're remaking, not remaking, sorry, they are making another Toxic Crusader or Toxic Adventure video game in the style of Treasure Revenge that just came out. Last year. Um, so yes, I will be playing that and downloading that, but that's what they did. They made a TV show out of this, out of this, out of this thing. Okay. Police Academy, where they rated our raunchy, uh, comedy. There was some, you know, like stupid little, I guess you want to say slapstick kind of comedy, uh, wild things, you know, super raunchy. Um, but it was out there. I I don't, I don't remember why. If I did watch it, I don't remember it. I just remember the one guy that did all the cool voices. Um, but you know what? They made a, they made a TV show out of that. They made a TV show, a kid's TV show out of that slapstick, silly rated R raunchy comedy, which is hilarious. Okay. Highlander. I watched Highlander. I thought Highlander was amazing. I loved it. The rest of the Highlander is debatable. But the first one was good for what it was, even though um, my man Lambert can't really act uh, out of a paper bag. But it is what it is. It is what it is. They made a TV show out of that, too. Now, if you don't know what Highlander is, the premise of Highlander is there could be only one. Yet there's a million sequels and TV shows. Um, the only way to become the Highlander is to cut off your enemy's head so you can actually kill them because they're immortal. Uh, you know? The Queen song for the TV show was Fire, though. But, the, you know, they made a cartoon out of that. Corn and the Barbarian. Um, not necessarily based off the Arnold movies, but they did the best they can to kind of, you know, do their thing there. Um, they made a, uh, they made a TV show out of a kids TV show out of Corona the Barbarian, which is, um, which is wild because the first movie, Corona movie was rated R because it was violent. You know, at the time now it, it wouldn't be considered violent at all, but back then it was pretty violent. They made a cartoon out of it. They made it like, um, what was that other barbarian? Damn, can't remember now. But there was an older, I wanna say 70s barbarian. I think it was called No, that's not it. Let me let me Google this. So I don't I don't think I lost my mind completely. I'll put barbarian cartoon. Let's see. Wow, I spelled Barbarian wrong. Amazing. So spelled it wrong. Alright, here we go. Uh, oh, Thundar, the Barbarian. I remember Thundar, the Barbarian. Um, What else was there? This one was another one. Hmm. Maybe that... Thunder. I don't know. I think that was it. Anyway, not the first time they made a Barbarian TV show. I'm just saying, you made it after, based on the author, Robert E. Lee's creation of Conan, Uh which is a pretty violent novel anyway, because it deals with action and cutting off limbs and this and that and, you know, magic and mystery and all that good stuff. They made a TV show out of that for kids. And then they made games out of it, which none of the games are really that good, except for the one on PS3, which I adore. I thought it was great. Well, they did that. You know, Starship Troopers. I have another Radar movie that was wild. It was wild. You, I mean, there's all types of things happening in that movie. I, I loved it. I loved it as a kid. Super violent, super, super wild, super crazy. They made a TV show out of it. It was called Roughnecks, the Sarsip Trooper Chronicles. All right? I mean, I they had, they toned everything down for killing all the bugs and the aliens in horrific ways, but they made a cartoon out of it. The, the Conan Barbarian cartoon was called Conan the Adventurer. All right? So, like I said, not necessarily take it from the movie, but take it off from the novel is is good enough for me. You know? Um, I don't really remember any other, like, uh, rated R movies to TV shows. That's, that's all I was, I, I could remember, um, from childhood. I'm sure there might be more. I can go more into it, maybe do like a part two or something, but that's pretty much, um, that, you know? So with, with, with that being said, you know what I want to do now? I'm gonna play Diablo Four, and I'm gonna play Diablo Four till my eyes can no longer stay open, because I have absolutely uh, nothing to do now until my aunt's uh, shindig, and then hopefully, if I can drink coffee at the right time, I could probably play some late night Diablo Four as well. So listen, guys, it's been great. Um, and I'll see you on the, on the flip side. Um, see you next week with the boys. And I have some other special solo episodes uh, coming out. That you might enjoy. I'm going to try to break them down in parts. So it's not overly barrenly long. Um, I'll take a, take a little break, make sure I have everything correct. You know, when I, when I, when I take notes, good things happen. But when I wing it, good things happen too. But sometimes you got to take notes. So listen, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go take care of Lilith with the boys and, um, I'll see you guys on the flip side. Peace out.